0: know um uh, to to kind of kick things off um I, I i know that um you know as a member of chic you uh, the band has been nominated um now 11 times for the rock and roll hall of fame i, I kind of wanted to know how it felt you know the first time you guys were nominated and and if you think that um you guys will be inducted in 2018
1: <laughs> well the first time i uh i heard it I was definitely thrilled. Each time I hear it I'm thrilled. But not winning sorta of gets a little blase after a while. So it's almost like and, and and not to not to speak disparagingly about the great Susan Lucci, but at one point I said, We're the Susan Lucci of, of of awards because she was nominated a lot for all my children before she finally received it. But um I don't know whether or not we'll get it. Niall was able to get it as a producer this year and that was a wonderful wonderful thing. I was very excited for him. Hopefully, uh the group will be recognized. And when it comes, if it comes, it will be just as sweet.
0: Um so I also kind of wanted to know, you know, speaking speaking more um a little bit more about Sheik, uh I kind of wanted to know how it felt, I guess, you know, or what it, what it was like to really work alongside, you know, such influential musicians. You know, Nile Rogers, Bernard.
1: Yeah. Nile you know. and Bernard were, are, are geniuses. I thought so then, and uh, I'm even more convinced of that now because of the longevity of their music. Um, when I first went to record with them, I hadn't heard of either of them. I was introduced to them by Luther Vandross, who was a session singer in New York, and it was one of the sessions that he called me to do. And when I got there, um, they were playing, we sang background, I sang background on the first Chic album, and I sang background on Dance, 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 and I absolutely loved the music, and it was so different from what I was expecting um, that I just immediately fell in love with the music and I said, Oh, wow, wouldn't it be wonderful to be a part of this group? And it had happened actually when Norma Jean Wright, who was the original lead singer, uh, went on to do her first solo album. Where I think she was on Bearsville. They asked me if I would stay on and join Lucy Martin as the uh, lead singer, as one of the lead singers of the group. I was thrilled. To be able to do that and to watch them work, to watch them create their magic, to watch people who were very, very clear, had a clear vision for not only the music, but it had a clear vision for the sound. They had a clear vision for the stage presence and what, what they wanted us to look like was wonderful. It was a type of professionalism that that I definitely loved and, and, and have emulated since then or have tried my best to. <laughs>
0: Oh, wow. um no th- um, uh absolutely yeah um so speaking more i guess you know um ab- about luther vandross um I-, I i know that uh shortly you know after Van, you know kind of uh broke up uh, you went on tour with him for um uh, a a bit and um i kind of wanted to know what kind of influence um, his music had on, on yours and, and um, you know, what, I guess, inspired you to write um, your uh, song uh, for Luther? Uh,
1: Luther had a, a great impact on me vocally, you know. As a matter of fact, he was one of the co-creators of the uh, chic vocal sound, you know, uh, that unison singing that we did was definitely crafted um co-crafted by Luther Vandross and um uh, he was able to take what Marlon Bernard wanted and articulate it in such a way. You know, there are people who are just magical at that. You can go into a studio and a producer or writer can tell you what they want, then it's left up to, to the artist to make that come to life. And Luther was very very adept At making that come to life, and then teaching us, working with us to make it come to life. So he had a great influence on me vocally. When I worked with him, the difference is that he believed in layered sound, and well, not layered sound. He believed in lots of uh, harmonies. So, and beautiful, beautiful harmonies and background and background parts that were just. Special. I mean, he created and elevated background singing to an art form. And that's one of the things I really, really loved about him. And because he was so influential in my career, I wanted to do a tribute song to him because he was not only a a mentor, but a really good friend um, with a voice par excellence, I think, and unparalleled. And I wanted to, when I was thinking about doing my CD, I was thinking that I might want to do a a Luther cover. And in the wee-wee hours of the morning, it occurred to me, don't do a cover, write a song about what Luther meant to you. And I started going through my head, and I was going through songs, and the first phrase that came to me was, when Luther sings, it's so amazing to be loved. That just came to me um, in a shot. And so that's why I wrote it, because had it not been for him, I don't think I would have been catapulted into this arena that that I was in, so from there i met I met Nile and Bernard, and so there was Sheik, and there were other productions of, that I got a chance to sing on because of of Luther and because of the Nile and bernard um chic productions, so those two or those three actually people meant so much to me and I wanted to sort of let them know how much they meant to me and still mean to me and how grateful I was to be able to be a part of them, to be a part of their learning experience to be a part of them so that I could have a wonderful learning experience about about music.
0: Awesome. Um, questions kind of a different direction. Um, okay. <laughs>
1: so i i kind
0: of wanted <laughs> i kind of wanted to know um you know the popularity of electronic um dance music and and um the the artists that are out there like um uh, Todd Turge who are like kind of reinventing disco. I kind of wanted to know. Do you feel like dance music is making a comeback?
1: I I think so, but you know what? Daniel, I don't think it ever went away. I think that it just, it always reinvented itself, whether it was house or whatever. It's always been around. It just went underground after disco demolition. Demolition, excuse me. It just went underground and um, kept reinventing itself. And I love that. I think that as, as life progresses and more people began to discover all types of music, all genres of music. One of the things that they do is that they build on what came before, but they add their own twist to it. And I think it's absolutely wonderful when people do that. That's the height of creativity to me.
0: Um, And um, so you've worked with, uh, countless um, artists and, and a few people may not know, um, you know, uh, you know, you've worked with Brian Ferry, uh, Brian, Ferry Brian Adams, Mick Jagger, mm-hmm. E. Pendergrass. Um, I kind of wanted to know, um, you know, who, I guess, was your sort of favorite to work with? Um.
1: Okay. Well, I, I recorded with them. I wasn't always on stage with them. So, but the one that I did record with and and did happen to share a stage with was Brian Ferry. So, of those names, he would be the one that that fits both categories, not only the recording, but also the on-stage performance. So, hands down, Brian Ferry. <laughs>
0: Oh that's awesome and um I, I happen to be also a big uh, Roxy music guy, so that's that's even
1: that's even cooler <laughs> to hear <laughs> that's great <laughs> um
0: so i I also know um you know i I was reading um your bio before and and I, I was reading how um in the nineties you know you and your husband sort of created a band. Um, that explored more spiritual themes, and um, and they were uplifting and, and, and original. But I, I wanted to know if you in any way consider yourself to be um, religious.
1: I consider myself to be spiritual. And I've definitely had some experiences in what you would call religion. And that was during the time when I was on my healing journey. And a healing journey, for me, embraces all parts of me, my mind, my body, and my spirit. So spirituality is something that I'm very close to and that I feel all the time. And it's something that I can see in the sun. I can feel it in a gentle rain. I can feel it in a breeze. I can see it when a child is laughing. And through the eyes of children, as they discover in amazement, the world around them
0: it's been um a long time you know um since you know um you know chic and all that um stuff back in the seventies and eighties yeah. and nineties and um I kind of wanted to know um how how have you kept your voice in so such tip top condition?
1: Wow, I've been singing, you know i I've never stopped singing, and uh, well, I did for a moment. for a moment, my voice was stilled when I felt like there was no space for me in the industry anymore. and then I realized that it didn't matter whether there was space in the industry or not, that my voice was my voice, and my voice was my gift, and if singing made me happy, that I was going to sing so i I've been singing a lot and 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 I'm just about to get back into my vocal coaching. Because I think that's very, very important, and I will say to aspiring singers, young people that are out there, you must always hone your craft, always hone your craft, so I'm about to start my lessons again
0: awesome. oh that's 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 really um that that's such a great message to to send out as you know really um. You know, it 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 is, you know, it's always you know, hard in the beginning when you're like, you know, young and you are an un, you know, impressionable singer. Yeah. Um, um so yeah, I I, I it's um sort
1: of like oh I'm sorry, Daniel, but but just something occurred to me. I mean a lot there's so many people who are unconsciously gifted and talented and that's where it begins. But then you must become consciously gifted and talented. And that's a part of studying and honing what you're doing. that's when you become a conscious consciously gifted and talented artist
0: um yeah absolutely and so um, my next question um i I kind of wanted to know you know you have been performing for a very long time um what made you Decided to release your uh, solo album now in 2017.
1: I know. Isn't it something? Well, I felt like I had something to say, and I actually have been working on it. You know, life happens every day. The present creates the future. The past helps create the present. So it's like everything that I was doing all along, whether it was working on Voices of Shalom with my husband, or whether singing with other people around, or whether or not doing a chorus at my at my school, and working with kids and just humming along to the radio was preparing me for this moment. And I, as I used to always tell my students about going on and getting their college degrees, and the pe- only thing people want to know is, can you do what you say you can do? It doesn't matter how long it takes you to get there. So. My message is that i've been been i have been prepped and prepared for this moment in time for quite some time, and the time and timing just happened to be right Daniel I think it just happened to be right for me, and I embrace that and and I'm grateful for that
0: um that's fantastic to hear um so on that note, I wanted to know um. You know, do you, do you have any plans? I guess um, to tour.
1: I would like to do. I definitely would like to do some live appearances. I love that. Right now, there is no tour, uh, but I'm definitely interested in in performing and and bringing my messages and sending my love to people to people around. You know, I don't want it to be st- to be stuck here inside of me. I want to be out on the stage. I had my first concert. As a matter of fact, a week ago at Joe's Pub, and I absolutely loved being on the stage. I wasn't quite sure how it was going to go because it has, because it's been quite some time. But I found that I really have a passion and a love for live performance. Support live music, everybody. <laughs> so I, I definitely would love to do that. And when that happens, I will definitely make sure that everybody knows about it. Yeah, I would just like to say that that um, this music that I've this album collection of music that I've written called Music from My Heart is very special to me. Um, I wrote every song; it's self-penned. I collaborated with Bert Price, who was my co-producer and co-writer, and it's it's a labor of love. I'm very happy about it, and from all of the uh, Press that I'm getting about it. People seem to like it a lot, so I just want to thank everyone who has supported me, and I invite people to check out my work as my, my current work, and support and thank you for supporting me all these years uh, from the time of was You can follow me at officialalphaanderson.com. That's my website. You can also see you can tweet me on t- at on Twitter at Twitter on uh, at alpha k anderson and my cd is available the physical copy is available on cdbaby.com and as downloads on all of the platforms so my new single is is currently being released and it's called perfectly chic it's my tribute to mal rogers and bernard edwards the guys who actually gave me the opportunity to sing on such classic hits that they're still being reintroduced to a new generation of people. So I wanted to say thank you to them. So check it out, everybody. Check me out.